You are listening to Ring Chasing Podcast, a podcast by Don Garrett. This podcast is about the pregame and postgame thoughts of Sanford Seminole High School football's quest for a state championship. Big game tomorrow at home against Fake Mary. This one is a must win because we don't want to rely on the RPI to get playoff rankings. So the goal is to win the district championship. After this break, we'll talk a little bit about the game. Fake Mary last year had an 8 and 3 record. Their three losses came from West Orange 34 to 7, Apopka 21 to 9, and in the playoffs Apopka beat them 7 to 6. Fake Mary comes in this year at 7 and 0 and 2 and 0 in the district. Their district wins came against Deland and Flagler Palm Coast. So when you're looking to kind of get a gauge of how a team is going to perform against you, one of the things that I always look to is signature wins they have and also uh, against teams that you've played. So when we look at the signature wins category for Lake Mary, uh, one that jumps out is uh, the game, their first game that they had, and that game was against Lake Gibson. And the reason that I would call that a signature win is Lake Gibson beat uh, Lakeland, which Lakeland is typically a powerhouse. Although, when you dig into that a little deeper, uh, one of the teams that Lake Gibson lost to was Sarasota Riverview, who we handled fine. So when you're looking at those two matchups, it's kind of a toss-up between uh, uh, those two games. And what makes it tough to gauge that game is because Lake Gibson's signature win was against Lakeland. So everyone's saying, well, Lake Mary beat Lake Gibson, who beat a powerhouse Lakeland. But then Lake Gibson also, a uh, few games later, got destroyed by Sarasota Riverview 27-7. to And Sarasota Riverview was a team we beat 35-7. to So in my opinion, uh, either something happened on that that Lakeland was off or I can't really count that as a signature win in my opinion just because the other ones so uh it's it's tough to gauge on that game alone uh in saying that they beat Lakeland uh and then the other win that they had was against Winter Park but if you look at Winter Park's wins uh they haven't really played too many good teams this year and Winter Park is 5-2, and two, but when you look at the schedule of who they played, they played Lake Nona, Boone, University Orlando, Evans, Haggerty, and that was their wins. Uh, they played Edgewater, and they got beat 41-3, to three, uh, and then uh, they lost to Lake Mary. So looking at that schedule, Winter Park should have beat all those teams. Uh, so I can't really judge Lake Mary beating Winter Park, and I can't really judge Lake Mary beating Lake Gibson being really signature wins just because of what I just talked about. So for me, looking at the teams they've played 
and teams we've had in common. Uh, it's tough to get a gauge of how Wake Mary is. So uh, they're seven and zero, but uh, looking at who they played and who those teams beat, uh, it's tough to tell. And teams we've played in common, uh, Lake Brantley, uh, they beat them thirty-eight to six. We beat them thirty-four to sixteen. Lyman, they beat them forty-nine to fourteen. We beat them sixty-two to nothing. Flagler and Palm Coast, we they beat them thirty-four thirteen. We beat them twenty-seven to three. So those were the teams that we played in common this year. So players to watch for Lake Mary. Uh, their quarterback is a four-year starter, Gunnar Smith. He has 1,329 yards this year and 15 touchdowns and five interceptions. Uh, he has only run the ball 15 times for minus four yards. He has committed to be Timmy's backup at USF for the next four, three years. And... Uh, so he's committed to USF. So their leading receiver is Markel Jones, who has 27 receptions for 609 yards and six touchdowns. Their second leading receiver is Logan Cook. He has 276 yards and five TDs receiving. Their leading rusher is Marquez Lang, who has 87 carries for 394 yards and 7 touchdowns. Their second leading rusher is Caden Hodgebarger, who has 6 carries for 161 yards and 2 touchdowns. What's interesting is none of their running backs have run for over 100 yards this year. So if you're going strictly by the numbers, looking at their offensive numbers, it looks like they heavily rely on the pass uh, with... None of their running backs uh, running over 100 yards, and the highest one running 394 yards. Looks like they rely on the pass above everything else, although their quarterback has minus four rushing yards, so it doesn't appear that uh, he does a lot of running or anything like that. So that's what it looks like from the numbers. On defense, their leading tackles are... Brock Brown, who is a middle linebacker and has 46 total tackles. And then second leading tackler is Gannon Stoner, who's an outside linebacker and has 39 tackles. And then the third leading tackle is Isaac Peters, who's a defensive end and he has 24 tackles. And their defense has 14 sacks on the year. So let's talk about what I think are going to be the keys to the game. So... Obviously, the first key to the game is going to be stopping the pass. Like Mary, as we saw from the numbers, primarily a passing team. And uh, they, especially in this game, they're going to be wanting to pass more since their quarterback is trying to get the record from Timmy. I believe he's 80 yards away and two touchdowns away from taking the record. So one of the big thing I, I've seen that's consistent with him over his four years is uh, one of the big things that when you put pressure on him, he tends to get careless with the ball and throws interceptions. So uh, just to put it in perspective, since he's going for Timmy's passing record and Timmy's touchdown record, comparing the interceptions uh, over the four years, uh, he has 28 interceptions. It's not the end of the year yet, so that won't be a final total. 
to put that in perspective, Timmy had 11 interceptions in four years. So most of his interceptions uh, from the Lake Mary quarterback has so when you put pressure on him. Uh, he also likes to throw on the run uh, when he gets pressured on the outside. So he'll sprint to the outside and try to throw on the run, and that's where some of the interceptions have came. But uh, the big thing on this is we got to put pressure on him, and if you put pressure on him, then he tends to get careless uh, in throws interceptions. So what we want to do is shut down their pass and make them beat us with the run, and uh, that's what I would say on the defensive game plan. Uh, I think our secondary stacks up well. They have that one receiver that has a lot of yards. Uh, so they'll just have to keep an eye on him. But uh, that's I think that's a big key on the defensive side is to shut down the pass and make them beat us with the run. And on the offensive side, we, like I I'm probably sound like a broken record, but uh, I truly believe we have to get it to all our weapons. So we have to be balanced and utilize all our weapons. And just what's working for us, uh, then uh, take what the defense gives us. But the big key, I think, to this game is uh, to get it to all our weapons. So uh, that's going to be key on the offensive side. Also, I think the they have uh, 15 sacks, so I think the offensive line is going to be key in this game too. So our offensive line especially has to take care of the defensive end, who I believe has five sacks on the year. So uh, that's the person who gets the most sacks on their team. So offensive line's going to come in key for the offense, and uh, we got to be balanced. So those are the two things that I'd say on that. So it should be a good game tomorrow. Um, that's all I have for the pregame. Uh, it's going to be a homecoming as well, so there should be a lot of people on both sides. As I said, this is a game I want the W. I take this game uh, probably too personally, but uh, I want the W on this, and I spoke about that yesterday. <laughs> but uh, it should be good on both sides. I think they capped the tickets at 3500 I'm not sure how many are sold, but... Uh, it should be a good night with uh, homecoming and everything else. So I just want to thank everyone for listening. And like I said, if you hadn't qu- have any questions at all about anything I say on any of these podcasts, just hit me up with a DM. And as always, uh, thanks for listening and uh, see everyone tomorrow.